Hello, and welcome to the podcast that America needs to hear. I'm Sam Sobro, and today I have with us Sean Sundown. We're going to talk about the podcast that America needs to hear. So, hi, my name is Sean Anthony Sundown. Um, I am 24 years old, and I am attending Valencia College, and my pronouns are he, him. Okay, so what high school did you go to, and what was high school like life? And high school life was, uh, you know, a little unremarkable. It was nice. Uh, nothing too crazy. Made some good friends, but uh, nothing out of the ordinary. Um, did you go to any of the protest marches that happened over the summer? And if so, what's, what, what was it like? And if not, what stopped you or made you say not to go? I unfortunately was not able to attend any of the protests that took place this summer. Uh, There weren't any in the area, uh, or at least I wasn't aware of them being organized in Orlando, Um, so I wasn't able to attend. But uh, I did show support to all of my friends who were attending protests in New York and Albany and Troy. Um, And if I had the chance, I definitely would have liked to have been there. So... Which brings me to you, what does Black Life Matter mean to you as a person of color and as a college student? Uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, um, I, I'm fully, you know, I fully support it. I love everything that it's about. Um, it means a lot to me considering that uh, I had to watch my own parents be arrested uh, around the time I was 10 years old. Uh, and, you know, had to experience police brutality firsthand and outright negligence of the local police department because after arresting my parents for making a U-turn in front of our house, um, they just left us alone uh, with no adult supervision. Our neighbors had to intervene and look after us while our parents were being processed. And you could definitely sense that this was a racially motivated thing. All of the officers who were involved were Caucasian, and of course my parents are people of color. So there was definitely uh, a lot going on there. Um, And I think that the Black Lives Matter movement is all about making sure that the police are held accountable for when uh, members of their organization and members of law enforcement abuse their power and uh, basically terrorize people people of color. So um, it means a lot to me. It's nice to see people stand up and and, uh, stand out uh, against oppression. And as a college student, it's also nice to see people my age uh, get involved in social issues and be consciously aware of the issues and flaws in society and uh, the willingness to take action against it. It's, it's good to see that since the civil rights era, that hasn't died down, and it's only grown stronger. And I hope that the end goal is achieved and that we don't have to keep going through this same cycle of uh, atrocity, outrage, atrocity, outrage, without any real change that's going to keep um, the black community safe and improve the uh, state of law enforcement in America. So do you think that all police officers are bad then? Uh, Personally, I just don't like the uh, American police system. Uh, I think that there's a lot 
that needs to be changed and improved upon. You can't say that every police officer is a bad person, obviously, but, you know, you do have your well-intentioned individuals, but, you know, the nature, the origins of the police, the sheer amount of people who still serve in, in uh, police forces and law enforcement that are known white supremacists and extremists, it just makes you think that you're not safe and and makes you not want to trust the law enforcement. I mean, we're coming out of the era where in the 60s and 70s, police officers would just shoot uh, or murder, abduct uh, individuals who were uh, involved in the civil rights movement at the time, just kill them and get away with it. So, uh, I mean, that's a lot of bad blood coming into the modern era where, you know, after the war on drugs and, um, all of everything that happened, the xenophobia of the early two, 2000s, um, I just in general have a bad opinion of, of the police, and I, I don't personally like them. Uh, so I wouldn't say that every police officer is bad, but I'm definitely not going to compliment the American policing system as it is now. So then with that, how did you feel about George Floyd's death? George Floyd's death was entirely preventable, and it was uh, it was entirely preventable. It was um, just, just outright murder. You could say it's murder very easily. Um, you don't need to kneel on someone's neck to uh, detain them. It's very easy to detain an individual who's not resisting. You don't have to put someone on the ground to detain them, and you... You should listen, you know, there's this thing that police officers are supposed to do is render aid to those that they are arresting, and not a single officer in that situation did that. They all just let that man die, and that's absolutely atrocious. So, you know, it's outrageous. Um, I was very angry seeing it happen, because you see the same thing happen over and over again, and you wonder when the hell it's going to go through someone's brain that things need to change and that we can't treat people this way. Um, as an officer, you're supposed to serve and protect. That's not serving and that's not protecting. You endangered that man's life and he died. And of course, the Blue Wall kept those who are responsible for the death of George Floyd relatively safe. Whereas if an, a random person kneeled on a, another civilian's neck and they died, they would be charged with murder and they would be sent to jail and there wouldn't be any question about it. We had to spend months dealing with a trial that ran in circles and skirted around the fact that the man was killed. So uh, the, the death of George Floyd was just outrageous. The murder of George Floyd was outrageous. So my last question would be, what would make you trust the police? What changes do you want to see in America in the policing system and in the justice system that would make you trust it more? It's that would just take a lot of time to explain, but there are some major changes that need to be made for the American people to trust uh, the police. For one, they need to start holding their officers accountable for the things that they do and the damages that they inflict on these communities. It's not going to get any better, and they need to stop insisting that people outright comply with um, with with police. The police aren't. Uh, the police are, you know, authorities, quote-unquote authorities, but um, they serve the public. Uh, no one's going to respond well to being ordered by an officer 
uh, and many people don't have any reason to trust the police, but the police are the ones who are making arrests based on suspicion alone. Um, this whole thing about minor drug charges and arresting people for minor possession needs to just stop. We need to make some more inclusive training, include more inclusive training in the training of police officers. Uh, they need to be taught to, they need to be given better crisis intervention. Um, they need to be taught how to deal with individuals who have mental health issues. You know, their training is just lacking. There's a lot of training that's going into, you know, firearms and how to use a firearm and going to the range, but there's not a lot of, there's not enough training um, going into dealing with these tense social situations um, that can be easily dissolved through mediation. Um, police officers need to be better at diffusing tense situations and diffusing violent situations with nonviolent means instead of resorting to, uh, to force of arms. It's that simple. The, they need to stop shooting people. They need better training and they need to change their attitude. Well, thank you, Sean, for meeting with me. It was lovely to hear from your side of the story compared to others. Yeah, no problem at all. Um, it was a pleasure. Thanks for coming today. And that was the podcast that America needs to hear. Once again, I'm Sam Sorbo, and that's all of the time we have for today. See you next week.